Welcome everybody to the Help and Hustle podcast. I am your host, Brian Sharp. We're glad you are here. If you're new to the podcast, which would be all of you because we're just getting this baby off the ground, uh, we're excited to have you. This is a community we are building for business builders, for leaders, for humble high achievers that are really looking to find that balance between their personal and professional lives. So here we're going to dig in and talk with people that I know and respect, have watched, learned from, been mentored by to understand how they have achieved success, but also found balance in these areas. So we're going to get into the hard questions. We're going to learn the good stuff, all with the goal of building better businesses and lives and careers. And uh, so wherever you're at on the journey, we welcome you. We're glad you're here. And uh, speaking of glad you're here, guest today, man, kicking things off. The guy who kicked me into getting this in gear, Mr. Alejandro Reyes, Digital Napkin. Man, welcome. Man, so pumped. I'm so glad. There's a, you're one of the friends. I got a couple friends. I'm like, man, we just got to get your passion, your content out there um, because I've spent enough time with Brian and have learned so much. My business has been impacted. My life has been impacted in such a great way. A great way as a result. And so I selfishly want other people to have that same impact that I had. And so, uh, so I've been bugging you about it and I'm so pumped that it's here <laughs> and so excited to, to share with your community, man. Well, we're going to just wrap things up there. So thanks everybody for joining. Yeah, we'll that see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's crazy. Cause we, you know, I referred to you, uh, as a mentor of mine, uh, not just a great friend, but the, the, really the best marketer, most innovative guy. We're going to dig into some of that because I think you've shared with me tools of the year that have helped with the hustle. Um, so today I want to dig in though on some of the personal side and how you work through that. We've had a similar journey uh, while we've ended up physically in different places. I think we've, we've still shared a common, kind of a common goal and passion. And that's one word I always think of when I think of Alejandro. So uh, so I'm glad you're here. So I didn't give much of a bio and you deserve like a big, you deserve like the smoke and the music and the lights. So just real quick, get a little background, like who is Alejandro Reyes and, and what are you up to right now? Tell us a little about your family. I know that's important to you as well. Yeah, man. So the, the quick version is just imagine the rock coming out at WrestleMania, <laughs> the excitement, the hype. Uh, that's the short version. The right. little longer version is, um, man, in, in 1999, I read, it, I read a book called, uh, I think it's either The Road or Path to Success by Bill Gates. And it said by the year 2010, half of every dollar is going to be spent online. And for some mm. reason, it just has been ingrained in the back of my mind. And I uh, just had to figure out how to make money on the internet. I sucked for a very long time <laughs> and then uh, finally figured it out and built a six-figure business doing it, crashed it. And you have a similar story, story yeah, but you, sure. just, you, made, you made boatloads more. Another later. episode. And that's a pun. Boatloads, boatloads <laughs> right. more than me. And, uh, and, 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 and then, uh, and then I, I was kind of like, just said, man, I got a family, got a young family, I'm about to have a kid. And a mentor of mine told me, said, Alejandro, if you could figure out what you're most passionate about and find a way to make uh, a living doing that thing, you'll never work in your life. So my mission has really been to do that for myself, but my purpose has been to help others do that same thing. And so started an agency. We got a chance to do speak at each other's events, hang out and uh, in Sacramento. And then I ended up moving in 2012 
to Seattle, sold everything for my wife to go to nursing school. Right. And I got recruited to work for a, a mobile payments company that was a brand new startup, unknown. Uh, not a lot of people had heard of them, a lot of competition, and was able to help them go from kind of a best kept secret to a $100 million company in two years. Uh, using some simple strategies that I've been talking about for a long time. I'm kind of this one trick pony that just continues to do the same thing over and over again. And it always works. And so uh, so at, uh, at the moment now, uh, we, we live uh, in eastern Washington, close to, to my in-laws, who I love very much. And we run an agency helping kind of thought leaders, authors, influencers, expert type yeah. folks scale, you know, past six and seven figures for their kind of e-learning coaching type businesses. And so, uh, so do that, um, and, uh, have a lot of fun with that. And, and, and we, we, you know, got a family that we love and, and that's, that's the dream. That's the story. Yeah. And you got young, so girls are what ages right now? They're 10 and 12. 10 and 12. Um, just built a little, uh, pool for them in the backyard. Not a, you nice. know, it's above a pool. And, and so it's, it's summertime and, and we're excited and, uh, you know, um, that they get to get out because obviously everything that's been, they've been inside for so long. Yeah, okay. And, uh, and so it's good to, to get, to get out a little bit. And so, nope. so yeah, man. And my wife, she, she works in the NICU that's neonatal. So she works with premature babies. Yeah. Um, some that are 23, 24. And like, she is like greatest of all time at her job. Like it's like prototypical type person. Um, I get tired. I'm like, Oh, you know, I get sick. Oh, and she's like working 12 hour days, saving the world. <laughs> and, uh, and she's just incredible, but it motivates me. My family motivates me to, to do more, be more and, and, and try to give back to, to other people that, because folks like you and, and other mentors have given to me so much. And, and my mission now I feel is to like give back to others. That's awesome. And I, I want to dig into, there's a whole bunch of good stuff there. There's the business story and, and you shared it in a minute there, but I watched what you did at PushPay, try to hold on your coattails and learn as much as I could. That's, <laughs> an impre- that's a, a once in a career story. I mean, that's it really a was, man. story there. Um, but the flip side of that, the, at the same time, you sacrificed everything to let your wife, not let, but to choose to put Sarah first and and chase her dream and career. And now you're both doing it. It's, it's been so cool to watch this. But at the time, there was big, hard, hairy, scary decisions. And so I want to talk more about that in a little bit. But part of my goal at the podcast is to understand people like you that are doing a lot, but have, that are still trying to work on that balance, which you know we never always get to. What is a day like? You were just giving yourself a hard time, but what's a day in the life of a hundred? I'm always fascinated to understand like what your, a day look like for you right now. Yeah. So I, mean, I haven't been perfect because of COVID yeah, to be honest true. with you. It's been like, uh, you know, this last couple of weeks been like, man, this actually really sucks. And I'm, um, you know, what's fascinating. We'll just keep it real here, but what's fascinating. I've realized this, I'm going through kind of therapy. It's a business coach, but literally therapy. And, um, I realized that I, I was, I, I had a crazy upbringing and I was actually introverted till my 11th grade year. And a mentor, a kid that was a break dancer that I wanted to be like, told me, said, hey, meet everyone. And if I, if I figured if I meet everybody, I'll be cool, like Eddie, hey. tactile. And, uh, and so I met everybody. And so I started to become a performer. But I was by nature, bro, and, and I've never talked to you about this, but I, um, I'm, I've realized recently I'm actually an introvert that had to perform as a result of my upbringing. And mm. so what I'm realizing is um, I love being home 
Uh, I, I love being home and it's been easier than most, but uh, I, I feel like I need to get out and kind of hang out and perform a little bit more. And so um, that's another podcast for therapy and all right. that good stuff. But um, stay tuned but, for the breakdance edition. Yeah, I yeah, don't think we've dance. gone there, man. <laughs> but, <laughs> next time you but, heard it here first. You heard it here first, and no one's heard. No. Um, yeah. But but uh, but but you know. Uh, so so I am naturally a n- not very organized person. More of a visionary, okay. um, strategic. And I and I've always known that, and so I've had to hire people around me that were executors, people that are responsible to get things done. Um, and and I just never been that person. But because of my work at Pushpay, the startup, um, you, you know, one day there is like three weeks elsewhere. Right. It just was so fast. Yeah. And um, you know, we would build a whole campaign. Hey, next week we want to pitch for a new campaign. Awesome. We'd build a campaign. We'd pitch it. Uh, 9am on a Wednesday. And then by, you know, we pitch it and then they said, Hey, by 1pm, you got to completely throw that away. And we need it. We need. And so one o'clock we're doing another, it was just crazy. And so you would either get spit up and spit out if you couldn't adapt to that. And so, um, so what ended up happening is I, I, I really studied productivity and really studied efficiency and, and, and read books like the goal, which, which mm-hmm. is an incredible book. And, um, and so this is the way my week works. So Sunday night at about six o'clock, I'll plan my entire week and I break that down into, um, and it's a much bigger story. So every 90 days at push pay, we would, we would create, um, kind of our goals, our strategies and okay. our actions for the, for the month. So we had three big goals. You could really have three really big goals. And then we work backwards and every Sunday night I'd, I'd say, Hey, what are the three top things that I need to do and accomplish this week in order to hit my quarterly goal? Right. And then I'd go, okay, well then how do I, those three big goals for the week, how do I break those down to the three daily tasks? So Monday morning I come in, I know exactly what I'm supposed to do at night. Uh, you know, I'm like, okay, did I do those things? If I did them, I create three new goals. So every single day, I'm looking at the three top things that I need to do tomorrow because we can't do much more efficiently than those really big items. Um, And then I look, you know, how was yesterday? And every single week I'm grading myself to see how I'm improving. And then the second part of that is I I have what's kind of called a zero-based calendar. Like if you look at my calendar, I'm looking at it now, like there's no room for anything else. And, and, and I put, you know, uh, I've got Sarah connect time. I've got dinner plus family. I got Sadie and Bella time. I got the personal stuff. I've got my family time. I've got all these different times. And, um, and, and, and so when someone says, Hey, Alejandro, I'd love to pick your brain. You know, I'd love to pick <laughs> your brain. I'm like I can't do that. Cause I've yeah. got something in the calendar. And so it's really, I've had to become rigorous about planning um, and, and organization. Yeah. And I really believe, man, it's that old adage, you know, it's like if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And so I think one of the, the basic, most, um, most impactful things that you can get a hold of in your life is your calendar and your mm-hmm. productivity. And I think there's so many people that make a lot of excuses for a lot of different things and why this and why that, but you can track back to just get, let, me, let me take a look at your calendar. If yeah. I look at your calendar, I, I can tell pretty quickly where some of those shortcomings are at. And so, so for me, a day in the life, man, is I get in the office, which is my house, um, get in the office and I'm okay, here's what I'm supposed to do. And I I start working on those things before I even check email. And then in the afternoon I'll check email. And then I usually I'm in uh, to work to work by about eight or nine. And then I'm done by three o'clock Monday through Thursday. And then I'm usually done 
by by noon on Friday. And so that's kind of the way things work. And I've time blocked it to certain days like Tuesdays and Thursdays are client meetings and client work. And Monday, Wednesdays are kind of the getting things done type stuff. So, I mean, that's probably time for another webinar or something, but, but I'm just so rigorous about this calendar and focusing so much on that. Like I have notifications turned off on the slot machine that produces (laughs) dopamine with every single um, notification. And and that's kind of where I've, I've been focused. And and I, am I perfect on this calendar? Um, I, I, there's other things I should be including in there, which I haven't like health and things like that. But for the most part, you know, um, I'm, I'm pretty locked in when it comes to the calendar. That's, and that, that's cool because I, that's new for you, right? So a lot of people listening, these are, these are the types of things that we know inherently, but you say, oh, well, I'm not an organized person, but what you just shared was like the most, or, you know, that's top 1% stuff there, right? That makes a massive difference. So that's, that's cool to hear, right? You've, you're, uh, I think of you as a creative strategic guy, but you've to deliver, to get all the results, the output you get, you've really designed a way to work, which is, allowed you. And then you snuck in the schedule there. Like how many people watching or listening would love to wrap up at three or mm. one mm. and be cool yeah, and be crushing it. Right. And yeah. you're doing that, mm-hmm. right. This is, this is not a part-time gig, like you're delivering big time. So, and, and don't get it twisted. There are times where like the last two weeks and you know, this I've been I, yeah, grinding yeah. and, and actually Saturday was like, dude, I'm like pooped um, Monday morning. I just was like, yes, you know, it's like, ah, oh, man, I'm, I'm just fried a little bit. And so yeah. there are times, but that's kind of the constraint. And if I work less or more, um, we, we, we kind of, it always, you know, the elasticity brings its back yeah. to its normalcy. That's fair. That, but that's, that's real talk, right? Like, I think that's yeah. just how it goes. So tell me a little bit, you mentioned, you know, working at home, COVID's played a variable for all of us. So with everything going on in the world right now, I mean, what, what's weighing on you the most, right? As you look at all the things you're trying to accomplish, uh, what's on your mind? What are you excited about? What do you, what keeps you up at night or does anything or what's, what, what are you thinking about these days? Yeah, man, the thing that keeps me up at night is this, and, and I'm, I'm going to get in trouble. You're going to get some letters because of this. But what keeps me up at night is, man, we, I've got some friends that, um, you know, have been furloughed. And then I've got some other friends that have been laid off um, yeah. or for, for a lot of, and that's really sad. I've got a friend of mine who um, has this thing called Nando's Cold Brew. He works in construction at the nuclear plant out here. And instead of sitting down and playing Fortnite, he actually started a cold brew delivery service in the middle of this, and he sells out almost every single week. And the thing at night that just drives me insane are other people that are sitting home hmm. getting unemployment or getting furloughed money and not starting something. Hmm. That's the thing that just drives me insane. And if like, hey, if you, know, you want to spend more time with your family because you sucked for 20 years not hanging out with your family, then that's, that's your thing, right? Sure. But like- Sure. You know, do something like that's my mm. thing. It's like, you know, there's so many people that are like, man, if, if that only that opportunity came, if only that yeah. opportunity, well, it came and you didn't do anything about it. And yeah. so, you know, I'm saying that because I'm really passionate about helping those people figure it out because not a lot of people know like you and I, like you and I, how to start a business from scratch. And so, and so that's one thing that's just been weighing on me is, 
you know, you got, I got friends you know, playing call of duty, you know? And I'm like, bro, you didn't, well, I filled that application. Well, start a business, bro. Right. Do you actually want to, do you actually want to go back mm-hmm. to you? You have the opportunity to do it. So, so that's one of the biggest things. And then another thing I just weighing is like, how much longer, like, you know, like yeah. how much longer is this thing, you know, gonna, gonna last. And so, I mean, there's a lot of, which I won't even talk about, but like, you know, there's a lot of political stuff that's going on and everything. And so, so for me, man, it's just like, you know, um, how can I help as many people learn strategies and insights to still win during any economy and the stuff that I do, it actually works in any economy. And so, so that's where it's like that the pressure of like, man, I got to continue to get this stuff out. I got to share these ideas that's the kind of the stuff that weighs on me, man. Yeah, that's man. I'm so glad you shared that because it. I, I mean, I was in that boat, right? Trying to figure out what to do. This is the, this what we're doing right now has been on my mind for years, and it was just the right window to do it. And there's every reason to like slow down and catch my breath. And there's a. There, I, I've been trying to work on a blog post, and I don't know how to phrase it right because there is a lot of pain. Those people who are furloughed and laid off, they're scared. 30, 40 million, yeah. They don't know what to do. They're froze up. And I'm struggling a little bit with the guilt of the freedom I'm feeling and the energy. I was just telling my wife last night, I go, I have so much, so many wow. ideas. She's like, oh yeah. man. I'm like, no, no, no. Like now they're focused towards something because I've started like, they're just blog ideas. There's not new businesses. Well, I Look at you, bro. Like during the middle of this thing, you're starting something. Yeah. Like you're wanting to, and you're not starting it because I know you, you're not starting it to fa- for fame. You know, this isn't going viral. You know, oh, you mean I'm this. not going to be famous now? Not, <laughs> you know, we're, we're still trying, bro. Um, but, <laughs> and famous, um, but you know, you're doing something to give back. Like that's, that's the amazing thing. It, you're, this is, this podcast is the perfect example. It's help. It's helpful yeah. And it's for the hustlers, man. And, yeah. and I, love, I love that you do that. that. That just inspires me. And it should, yeah. stuff like this should inspire us. So like the content's great, but look at the idea behind even the podcast. Like during the time where someone like Brian is absolutely just so busy with so much, you know, runs a very lean team, is doing more than, a, you know, multiple hats and still takes the time out um, to do this, you know, and then mm-hmm. still does DJ stuff with his kids. Like it's just the perfect <laughs> story of, of generosity mm. and giving back because the reality man is it's not about you. It's not about yeah. me. It's about others. If we have an external focus versus an inward focus, because by nature we are very selfish people, just, just that's our nature. But, yeah. but if we can be external focus and always come from a position of gratitude and generosity, bro, that's where, that's the game. That's where we Mm. win. And that's what I get really excited about is like having more people think like that. Um, I tell my girls all the time and gratitude is the best attitude. Like it's the best attitude. I say, girls, your attitude will determine your altitude. So where you want to go in life has everything to do with your gratitude. It's math. Mm. And so, Mm. so for, for those that are watching, like, man, if you just wake up and figure out, man, instead of it's just being about me and hanging out and my fears, um, get some courage and start thinking about other others um, and, 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 and watch what happens with generosity starts mm. to stir up in your heart. Great things will start to happen, man. Nah, that's so true. I, first of all, to be clear, 
the DJ thing, that might be where I go famous. That that could that, be the path. Now that, that is could be where the you're going to go famous. Yeah. But uh, but I but I will add one more point to that. Doing this, there was two parts. One was as everything was unraveling, right? In you know early March, you were the first call, and there was there's probably four people I call. What do we do, guys? Like, how do I get together the smartest people I know to help people? And it was just logistically too hard. And then there was, it was, there was too much noise, right? Mm. So I thought, all right, let's do something sustainable because COVID's going to end. But what are we learning from this, right? So mm. I want to continue this. So that was one piece. So I'm grateful for you as we figured out how to do this, yeah. the right way to help. The second part, though, selfishly, this is feeding my passion, mm. right? Like that's an important mm. piece. So those people really at home that are maybe playing video games or they're not, you know, they could be doing other things. This, this feeds me, right? Like I need something. And so selfishly, this is helping me, gen, you know, direct some energy um, in addition to helping people, which is a nice byproduct. So I've got to say one thing though about video games. I will say this. I'm not <laughs> against them. Here's yeah. the thing. Tonight at about nine o'clock, I'm going to play Call of Duty Warzone. There you go. I'm friends. But what ha- what's happened is people, I just don't have time to do the things I like. I don't have time to hang out with my family. But if you yeah. do what I said in the beginning and, and really schedule your time, yeah. it's you'll have more margin in your life yeah. so that you can have free time to yeah. do those kind of, you know, I have to, Whatever bro, I it have is. to play video. I have to do You're something, so good. you know, watch that terrible show right. just because sometimes you just need to like, you, just do, feed man. Me, you know what I mean? That, and but so, that's an important point. Cause that's really part is. of being human, right? You, yes, you, you have to have that release. You got to give yourself that permission to play. So let's talk more about help, which is cornerstone of who you are, in my opinion. Let me start first with in order to help others and and help yourself, how do you separate your personal and your professional life? And it's harder now working at home and it's harder when you're self-employed. So how, how have you done that? Or is that something you struggle with? Do you think? Well, the reality is, this sounds crazy, but we, we actually have multiple personalities. Everyone does. Hmm. Like, that sounds really weird, but like the way you talk to me is probably not the way you talk to your wife and the way I talk to some people is like, we have different personalities. So right. we are different in different situations, but hmm. here's the thing. The truest self should be normally is, is your home life. And I always say this, your professional life will suffer or suck if your personal life is, 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 is not in order. Yeah. And so your personal will always dictate, maybe not now, but there are cracks. It's you're building a brand or reputation on sand, you know, not a solid foundation. And so for me, um, how do I balance it? I just make sure that the home life, who I am with my family is intact mm-hmm. versus, because that always seeps out into into the professional. And so, so that's the thing that, that really helps because to me, it's sometimes, you know, when you're building kind of an expert type e-learning type of business that we help people in, it's very, it's very much a personal brand. And so the personal brand becomes a business brand and, you know, how do you, it, it, it gets a little blurry. And so the thing that kind of keeps me grounded is making sure that man is the home life all good. Um, because, you know, I just, you know, a lot of, you, you know, I've been there, man, like you go to parties and it's all good. And it's like, man, you, you know, you know, oh, Sarah couldn't come. She just wasn't feeling well. And she's not right. there 
He's just, right. just got an argument, you know what I mean? And, right. and so, and right. so, so, but, but making sure that home life is so important because man, I, I, I know guys like very, very wealthy guys that some may know and heard of that, um, build massive multi, multi-million dollar co- companies, lose their families, um, yeah. you know, get into drugs and out and, 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 and so, and so for me, it's, it's staying grounded at home, but how, how do you stay grounded at home? It's mentors, it's friends. For me, it's mm-hmm. church. For me, it's being grounded with the right community around you. And, 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 and I've been very, very protective because I have a, you know, my dad left when I was young. I was molested and sexually abused when I was young. Mm-hmm. My sister was too. And so I, I am like jacked toe up from the flow up in the head and um, friends went to prison. And, and, yeah. and so, so if I don't figure it out, if I don't have constraints like my calendar, if I don't, yeah. my, my life will be out of order. And so I've had to do that. Whereas my, my wife, she comes from an amazing home, amazing family. It becomes, it's really easy and natural for her to do that. And so, so I try to lean on, you know, one of the most, one of the best voices in our life. And for the first, maybe 10 years of our marriage, I had, I I had business questions. I had life questions and I'd go ask my friends, I go ask these people. And my wife was like literally always right, but I never asked her all the time. She would, you know, and, and, but she was always, always right. And there's something about covenant. There's something special about, you know, bringing two people together and she's always been right. So, so for mm-hmm. me, it's like my, my home life, my community, but then it's my wife's voice too. And, mm-hmm. and if I get those things right, bro, I don't care if I screw up publicly yeah. or anything like that. Like that's, that's something I've had to work the hardest at. It's been painful, a lot of pain going and work. suffering internally and in work. But as a result of that, like, I think we're, I think I'm figuring it out, you know? Yeah, no, that's good. And I'm going to keep that recording forever. My wife is always right. I'm going yeah. to ask for that yeah. clip. You know, yeah. this, right? it's documented. It's good. So. I'm going I'm to send that clip to yours as well. <laughs> you started to go down that road because about mindset and you talked about three or four key. I mean, what, what do you lean on the most when things do get tough? What part of that mindset or, or that circle of influence? Where, what's your go-to move? I yeah, guess? my go-to, you know, um, and so I'm, 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 I'm a faith dude, right? I go to church, yep. very yep. involved with my church. And so, you know, I, I've probably in one, maybe two times in my life felt like I heard God. Like mm. one time I was actually high on marijuana and that was, and that was probably <laughs> the marijuana. But then another time, I, but like, I don't think we do. Like, I don't think like it's the burning bush and you're like, Hey, Brian, you should go left, not right. right. I, I actually mm. think God hides his voice in community of people. And so for me, you know, one is like, man, God, if you want to tell me something, I'm listening. And mm. so I'm very attentive and, 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 uh, and listen to my wife and to close friends. So I'll call you when it's very much business stuff. Like, Hey, I'm thinking about doing this and I'm listening and, and, and something just stirs up in me. If, if mm. I feel like, okay, that's alignment, that's alignment right now. Um, you know, I'll talk to my pastor, um, mm. you know, having, having a mentor, having someone that's, that's, that's older than you, wiser than you has been something that's incredible, but that circle's so small. Yeah. It's so small. Brian, the guys, the guys, the guys, not women, the guys that make me the most nervous are guys that don't have anyone in their ear. They hmm. make me the, there's no accountability to friends or, or, or higher being or whatever. They hmm. make me the most nervous because there's no, they just run rampant 
and, and they don't have any kind of, you know, bowling, you know, guardrails or anything. And so for me, it's the people that I check in with. It's the people that like, I give permission. Hey, if you seen something off, I'm posting something online or I put something out or you hear me do something or you see if I'm weird with my family one, like, please call me out. And so, um, so I just give permission and most people don't, I give permission to that community to call me out and just keep it real with me. And you've done that for me as well. And so, so those are probably the, the biggest, the biggest, biggest things. And one of, yeah. one of our, our, our common friend, a good friend of ours, uh, CJ, he has this really mm-hmm. cool saying, he says, prayer is my best strategy. Like of all of business, like, you know, Hey, when things get to like prayer is <laughs> my best strategy. And so, you know, and so just literally, whether it's the universe, whether it's the artificial and whatever you want to call yeah. it, it's like, you know, just being one with that so that you can feel that level of peace and, um, and, and, and to be honest, like I've squandered my twenties, most of my thirties figuring this stuff out. And I feel at almost two months from now, I'll be 40, finally figuring this stuff out, bro. And, uh, and, and I don't feel like I regret in my twenties. Yeah. I don't feel any, I did for the longest time. I felt like I was later than everyone else. I felt like I was a late bloomer. Yeah. I felt like, man, guys that are 22 killing it. I had that same swaggering <laughs> charisma. Why not me? But man, yeah. if I would have become a millionaire at 22, 23, I would have lost it all. Yeah. I would have lost it all. I, would, I may have lost my family, but I feel so blessed and where I'm at right now because now I'm ready for all that life has for me, you know? I do. I, we've talked in depth about that, you know, feeling yeah. behind and do yeah. all those things. Another episode for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but I, one of the things I've admired about you, and I, I hope that people take away from this, is you've been really intentional about those people I learned a lot by watching you there and you're very protective of it, mm. right? You, you are very um, mindful of when and, and how you ask, right? It's not that we don't, like we have fun banter and then there's yeah, times yeah. where we know it's game on, right? Yep. And we're yep. there for each other. To Fighting for each other, yep. So I encourage people, you know, you, you give way more than you ask and it's, we're always apologizing to each other. I'm like, sorry, I man, I need your help. I You're know. like, dude, it's my, it's my turn. <laughs> so uh, I think we were doing that right before this. I was like, I thank you so much for being here. And you're like, for what? <laughs> oh my gosh, so, man. What about, you know, when I talk to, to guys like you and one of the things I love about having you in my life, like you're so easy to go and you're always smiling, always laughing. Do you ever get stressed, man? And, you know, and what does stress look like to you? How do you deal with it? Or is it just, are you just, and it's okay. Like, are you one of those people that it just all good all the time? <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know, what's funny, man, is I grew up um, in, in West Sacramento, but it was like the Broderick areas, like where like my cousin, older cousin was like a OG in a gang. And, right. and I just, I just, you know, we grew up around that and thank God he didn't let me get into a gang because I really wanted family. I really wanted that community, which that attracts a lot of that. And so, um, so as a result of that, I've had guns pulled on me and, and just, just, just crazy, crazy stuff with friends. Yeah. You know, my, my, my cousin's husband, two, two, two days out of prison, ended up getting blasted in the face with a shotgun. Like that's like the, that, that's, that was common growing up. Wow. And, um, and so, so I went to my interview with push pay and the president said, Hey, and he looked at me, tried it with this tough, hard, you get stressed or overwhelmed easy. And, and the first thing was like, I just like laughed. Right. I was like, 
bro, do you know where I grew up? Like, do you know, know the things that I saw? And I, like, I never, ever, str- never, bro. Um, I may have took it on in other areas subconsciously. Yeah. But dude, I built an agency and almost went to million like overnight virtually. And, um, you know, last year I, I started getting anxiety um, and I never got anxiety my entire life. And, 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 and so, so, you know, uh, was that from subconscious stress? Was that from, you know, other personal things that were going on. And so, so I don't really, I don't really stress like a lot of people stress. Um, but I've, I've noticed, like, I notice I'm very aware of, of, of anxiety starting to creep in and I don't know where it's from or what, whatever, but, um, you know, so now every night I'll drink, I'll, I'll drink, I'll, I'll put like, <laughs> laven- I'll put like, I'll drink myself to sleep. I, just no, drink. Um, I drink lavender. Um, no, but I put lavender like behind my ear. Like I, I put this, lavender, oh, really? okay. like, yeah, bro. Like yeah, I yeah, literally, yeah. I had, I know a gal that kind of teaches people how to do that yeah. stuff. And so that's been helpful. And, um, you know, there's a partnership I got out of, and it's just so like, um, you know, I, I guess like the fighter in me, um, just kind of held on to a lot of that stuff. And so, you know, part of that has come through my weight, you know, kind of taking it on, not mentally, but physically. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, another reason why we're working with a coach slash counselor. And so, um, so, so, so I don't, I don't really stress. Okay. Um, I, I think I'm, I worry for dumb things. I, I think I worry. I'm a worrier. My wife, okay. my wife will laugh. I'm like, Hey, I got like this thing, right? And she's a nurse. Like I got this thing, like, <laughs> Is that okay? She's like, dude, just like, there's, I'm like the boy who cried wolf. There's going to be a serious, and she's going to be like, bro. Uh, but, uh, but, but when it comes to stress, like when it comes to business, like no way, dude, like no, like, and, and however, um, however, part of the reason I probably haven't stressed very much, uh, Brian, and, and none of your audience has this problem is because I have a fear of failure. And so a lot of times I've traditionally in my 20s and 30s have, have self-sabotaged. And my dad left when I was young. And so therefore, I'm going to kill something be- and leave something and abandon it before it abandons me. So be- when I probably start to subconsciously stress, yeah. I probably just give up on stuff. Interesting. Um, so I don't have to stress about it. Um, but, but I've realized, man, over the last, I, I think moving here to tri cities, kind of slowing down in life, uh, you know, learning, man, that, that I can have it all. I can crush it. Yeah. If I fail, that's actually a lesson and, and, and I'm learning. I'm actually teaching my girls right now that failure is great. It's actually a really good thing. We don't get taught enough to fail. And, yeah. um, and so, and so, so I, I bro, I'm, I, like I said, I'm 39, bro. I feel like I'm learning these things right now. That's just like, mm-hmm you know, these unlocks in life that are happening that I'm just very grateful for right now. But uh, I don't stress in the normal sense like most people. You don't, but I, I, I appreciate you sharing it that way. I think that's something we could uh, relate to, the anxiety, especially yeah. as you start having success, right? Because from the mm. outside, we're like, dude, you're crushing it. We're all cheering yeah. you on. And behind the scenes, and you know, it's, it's a different game it's it's there's a lot to balance through the whole help yeah. and hustle right yeah, through the and, whole and, through the whole curve it, the whole journey and, and mental illness and, and anxiety it's a very that could be that's a very real thing for a lot of people some of it's yeah. chemical for some people yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so i would say like some of it is probably 
yourself, your mind kind of playing tricks on you and you just need to tell yourself better stories for other people. It, it may be the universe or, or, or God telling you you're in a bad spot. For mm. me, it was, it was not, not the bad, not, the, not the wrong partnership, just wasn't the right one. Right. Um, and so, so sometimes you got to be aware. It's like, I, I think our mind is so powerful that it works in our, in our, on our behalf to protect us. And so, um, so, so, but, but for some people, their medication's a great thing. I think, you know, yeah. for so long, people think it was crazy and taboo, but for some people, like you may just need to get some Ritalin, you know what I mean? Like that, and that's Take okay. If me. it's going to, one of my best friends right now told me, confessed, I'm, 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 I'm taking Adderall and he felt really bad. I'm like, and I was like, how do you feel? He's like, I feel like productive. I feel like, uh, you know, I'm like, that's amazing. Good. Like that is great. And I'm glad no side effects. It's amazing. And so, and it's clinically like someone prescribed it and everything. So, right. so I would just pay attention to subtle, quiet voices in your head. The ones that maybe you're just kind of ignoring, but talk to someone, connect with someone. Mm-hmm. This is a community that I know, ask Brian, connect with someone that can help you so that you can continue to hustle. Um, and so, so, so get the help that I would say, get the help that you need. And that's what I'm doing, man. Like I'm literally found someone to help me with the areas that I'm very aware that I need to work on. One of those is my health and we're working on those, those things. And, 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 you know, as much as I love the hustle, the help is just, you got to get it, man. You have to, you are a robot or a liar if you don't think you need help and you have it all together, yeah. uh, probably a liar. But, uh, but anyways, I, the I, toll is real. I mean, that's, you know, what I first thing I wrote as I got this thing started was I told myself I didn't need it. You grind through it, you work harder, you outwork everybody, yeah. chip on your shoulder, whatever, what you got to prove, it will catch mm. you and it will yeah, catch it will. you fast. And the trail of, of pain it leaves is behind you is, is oh gnarly. My gosh. Let's shift gears though to yeah. the hustle. Yeah. Something you and I love, right? And as we've grown together, we've, you know, this, this for a lot of our audience is comes in eight, like they're hustlers, right? That yeah. working hard is not hard. Um, how do you, I, I, I've always want to ask you some of these questions. So the first one is there's so many things you can do and so many things you're good at. And I'm not trying to blow up your ego. I'm just saying reality is you, have, there's endless opportunities. You're asked all the time to partner, to endorse, to do this, to do that. How do you, what's your process for determining what to prioritize and, 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 or how do you strategize, right? Like, do you, do you have a methodology? Do you have questions or a litmus test or is it gut? Like what, what's your process around that? Yeah. You know, a lot of it's going back to that community, that small group of people yeah, that I okay. talk to. Yeah. But initially, you know, you know, if you had to go to that community every single time you had an opportunity or a partnership they would be like, dude, you need to start, I need to start charging you because this is like every day. <laughs> so you have to start to build that, that, um, mm. that figure it out ofness internally, if that's even a word. Um, and so, so for me, man, you know, there are a lot of opportunities. There's so many different, but here's the window of, op- I remember like network marketers, the window of opportunities closing. No, man, that's a, that's a, there's a, if you have an abundance mindset, man, like there's always opportunity. If one door closes 50,000 more, so there's opportunity. And, and you would probably say, you would probably agree with this. Um, it's money's the easy part. 
Right. Like money is usually the easy part, but, but, but building something that's sustainable that you actually love to do, that is the go. most important thing. And for me, you know, the, the formula is, you know, uh, one, I want to build, you know, I always look at the end in mind, what type of lifestyle do I want to build? Okay. And it's usually tied to who do I want to be around outside of my family? Who yeah. do I want to build that with? And so, you know, for so long, people are like, you got to focus on one thing and one thing only. And if that was the case, then man, I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I like doing a lot of things. I like doing a lot of projects. Yeah. So for me, man, I have an agency. Um, I help out at my church and I'm starting this brand new business that I'm working on. You know, uh, they're all kind of interlinked at some level, but I actually think that's a good thing to take your God-given talents and, and put them to use, like mm. give them to the world. Yeah. And so I don't think that's a bad thing, but as long as like one, you're passionate about it, two, you're good at it, three, it's sustainable, and four, it allows you to continue to have family life then I would, I would say, you know, explore, test. If you're like Brian and I, mm -hmm. you know, we've, we've tested 53,000 yes. different things. If you're on the early spectrum of that, like try and test. If you're in your 20s, try a bunch of things. Who yeah. cares? Just try. Yeah. But if you're like 40 and you've tried a lot of things and you're trying a lot of things and you, you may need to really start to. So a lot of times people look, well, Alejandro said that he's doing a bunch of things. Well, Alejandro has a pretty successful agency. You know, well, Brian's doing a podcast and he's doing this group and he's doing, well, Brian's got a really successful, like he's literally running a company. So you have to, you can't take a look at someone else's highlight reel and say, that's exactly, and compare it to your life. So you've got to make sure that you have something that's sustainable. For a lot of people, it's like, go get a job that you actually can learn from and get an education that mm. can help you grow something on the side. I know a guy, his name's yeah. Jeff Goins. He, he runs a website called Goins Writer and he worked at a company in Atlanta and uh, he would get up at five o'clock and from six to seven thirty or eight, he would go write at Starbucks every single Monday through Friday. He'd get up and write. And, and awesome. I think he did that for 18 months and now he runs a seven figure plus, um, uh, blog and website and email list as a result of, you know, um, you know, working around the clock. See, most yeah. people aren't willing to, to make the sacrifice and get up extra early. Hmm. So, so for me, man, my filter is like, am I, do I love it? Okay. Is, and does this, does this, does this get to me to that end goal in mind? And, yeah. um, you know, is it going to distract my family time? You know? Yeah. That's a good litmus test. And I, I can validate, I hate it when I ask you for advice. I always know the damn test answers coming. Did you tell? Mm. I don't know. Test it. Test yeah. it. Mm. Test it. Right. Yeah. Just recently, I got to say that to you, which was I know. awesome. <laughs> but I, I hate it. So too. true. It's so so true. But I like what you just said. You're, you know, you you can't do that forever. You, right. You got to begin to start picking a lane. Right. I'll add one more thing. I read recently. I really liked is that I never thought about this. I kept thinking about this sprint. I got to be done by 40. I got to be done by 45. I got to be mm. done by 50. So mm. when you talk about this abundance mindset, mm. for me now, it's understanding this is a marathon that's going to go for another 15 or 20 years. Right. I, there's going to be more iterations of this, right? It's not like all or nothing right now today. Right. You know? And, uh, and like my wife was asking me last night about, about this and getting the first podcast going and, 
And I'm like, I, I don't, I got, I don't know what it's gonna. I don't know if anyone will watch or listen. Mm. I got a five year plan to to hopefully build this up. Yeah. And see what it comes, you know. Yep. Let's that's give yourself time. I love that. Yeah. Give yourself some some time. They say a podcast, most podcasts and YouTube channels quit after seven episodes or seven videos. And, uh, and they say that's actually right around the time it starts to slowly start to pick up, which is fascinating. So, so keep going, man. So good. I'm only going to interview you seven more. Times. <laughs> okay. So you're an energetic dude, right? I'll never forget our first conversation. I'm like, is this guy for real? I and remember you, you telling me that I will, all the time. I'll argue your earlier point. You are the same. You're the, and that was the advice you gave me from day one, going back to 08, 09, or whenever we met. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Be the same online as you are offline, as you are yeah. with your family and your friends. Yeah. Like the closer those personas are, yes. the better. Yes. How do you sustain your energy level? <laughs> I mean, what? Well, yeah, man. You know, you got to find the time. It's the, it's the, it's the terrible, the terrible, the housewives you know, real housewives of Atlanta. And no, I'm just joking. Um, it's a uh, shout out to my wife. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but, uh, but it's, it's, you know, really, uh, you know, that downtime, bro. Like I can't be locked in. I mean, you spoke, you know, even for like a 45 minute session, like after your big events that you used to host, you're spent, bro. You're yeah. actually spent. And so sometimes it's okay to veg. It's to, to be in community, connect, to get en- what, what energizes, you know, the good thing for me is like what energizes me is, is being with people, you know, so they actually get to see, you know, that energy. Yeah. But here's the contrary. Sometimes when I get home is when I'm, I'm tired, you know, I, I'm like, Oh, I'm spent. Right. And my family sometimes doesn't get that, but I'm aware of that. So mm. I've got to make sure to make the time, put it in my calendar, get my kids to bed so yeah. that I can hang out, watch our shows with my wife. And, and so, so again, I'm, I'm working on that. But, uh, but man, I get energized, man. I get energized being around people and, and, you know, it's, it's the right things too, like being around the right things. Like if it's like, you know, being around people talking about passion, being around people talk about marking, like these are things that energize me because I just think in my mind, like, man, this could actually, this can actually help somebody. Hmm. They can actually go do something and, you know, um, they could go do something like, here's the crazy thing. I remember you and I first, when you started like, you know, you know, these, um, these last couple opportunities you've had, like, you know, when you, when we first met, you were like a speaker, you were a communicator. And now you're like this eighth degree black belt in marketing. And I just go, that's just really cool. Like he actually did it when most people aren't (laughs) willing. And so like for everyone listening now, you actually have some sort of gift and passion and like grace on your life and inside of you. And when you begin to give that to others, because it's not ours, if you begin to give that to others, it actually, it's, it's like, it's like supernatural. It, it enables you, it empowers you, it energizes you. And so when mm. you tap into your giftings and talents and give those to people that energizes me. And so, um, and when I talk to my kids about you know, this and like they're reading Think and Grow Rich right now. Like it energizes me like, man, like, yeah, you know, like I'm giving my, I'm giving my gifts to them. The problem is that most people have buried their gifts, their talents, their expertise, their knowledge, their dreams because of education, a parent, a sibling, COVID, whatever. And so I feel like I'm this pirate trying to dig and dive deep and, and really extract these treasures from people. And that's like my mission in life. So that's why I get energized. Cause if I could just get them to figure out what I see about them, if they can mm-hmm. see that for themselves, pff, 
forget about it. So that's what really energizes people in my mind is nurturing and stirring up our, our God-given greatness and talents inside. That's so good. And it's so needed right now. I was just writing about this today that, that if don't, don't lose faith, there's still good news out there. There's still good people and you need that. You need that to keep going. How you put it though, is just beautiful. I I love that. Um, I've one last question before we go into the the speed round here. All right. So you can stretch out, get ready, get your coffee on. But what do you, what does someone like you do to get better though? You know, you, you taught me everything I know about marketing. And I look at you as this, you know, 10th degree or 20th degree black belt, but you keep yeah. getting better. You, you've put yourself in these tough positions and you always come at like, so how does someone who's already performing at a high level get better? Well, it's, it's, you know, when I read books, I usually read chapters that I like, I'll skip ahead. If it doesn't pertain to me, I really will never read. I, I, I don't think I've ever read a book like a novel, like Danielle right. Steele. Sorry, she get she made no money. I've seen her at like you know. Not on your uh, bookshelf back there. I, you I, sure I seen her at a- I seen her at Safeway. Like you know, like Daniel. She she must have killed. She's probably getting like a thousand right. books, but she ain't got no money because I've focused yeah. my time and it's literally chapters. And I don't like that. Skip ahead, skip ahead. Okay. I, I, whenever someone says Alejandro, what book will you make? I said, what do you want to learn right now in your business? And that's based on the book I'll recommend. Okay. So for me, like it's 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 trying to. Um, you know, get, listen to podcasts based on titles, you know, what's the title that like, is this going to help me? Um, you know, CJ, I heard him say, um, you know, uh, I think it was at your event. He said, doing is the best form of thinking. So actually just trying and doing, just, just, just doing things helps you learn and just being too naive not to, to try to know I may fail. So I'm in the process right now of, of, of launching a challenge and I didn't love the data and the numbers and I had to think objectively about it. And so it's like, I'm just going to switch something. And, you know, I learned and now yeah. I'm taking the data and I'm going yeah. to pivot. Most people yeah. get so emotional that they, they end up just, they, they don't want to learn. They want to keep wasting money or something, you know, for something, yeah. but, but for me, so it's that. And then, you know, um, you know, paying for mentors, paying for coaching. Yeah. Um, so, so those are probably the, the ways that I learn is doing and finding content, like literally go- everything's figure outable, like Googling how to do that this. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> finding podcasts based on that, just like doing it yourself. Yeah. you know, and, and figuring it out. And I think that's very much like you, very scrappy in that, like you and I aren't, aren't these readers that read like one book a week from, you know, we're just not, unless you've become that guy and you actually recommend a couple books. So maybe you did become that guy, and like, <laughs> but I don't read book and 10. Like yeah. I just, I just chapters and like, I'm done with this. I go to the next one. Yeah. And so I just, I, because my time, I don't want to spend a ton of time reading. I think it boring and dumb, but I need to, I need to get some sort of insight. And so I'd probably be further ahead if I actually read the whole book, but, um, I, I want to, I want to learn what I, what I need to know. And then I go try and test those things. And then luckily, and you know, this man, I just networked my tail off in the last 20 years and I've, I just got some really good smart friends 
that, that, you know, I've got friends of mine that, that, you know, branding guy like CJ, just kind of very innovative thinker and, you know, got a business guy, Silicon Valley, like you, that will help me with start at the hustle. And, you know, got friends of mine, you know, one of my friends, um, Justin Brook runs ad skills, 13, 14,000 media buyers. And this is what I, you know, what I do for a living is media buying. And the guy that kind of runs the show is one of my, so, you know, I think one of the fast shortcuts to success is either befriending, genuinely befriending some of these people, um, going to work for them yeah. sometimes for free and helping and volunteering and all that good stuff or paying for a course or coaching. Yeah. Um, but you always have to be learning. You have yeah. to be like, it's the difference between a learn it all hmm. and a know it all. A know it all knows it like, and, and here's the thing about a know it all fascinating thing people stop wanting to hang around them because they don't want to give them their insight because right. they think they know it. So, but a learn it all, learn it all is like me, bro. I'll go into any room and I'll act like the dumbest person in the room um, <laughs> yeah. because I just want, I just want, you know, you know, these networking events, people start to get, get some drinks and stuff. So, hey, so tell me a little bit about, and they start giving you stuff freely. Right. And so if you position yourself, if your posture is learning, if your mm-hmm. posture is like, I want to learn, you will app. It's like we get we we get out of the world what we put into it, and if we're a know it all, no one is going to give you any information because you think. And the funny thing is, know it alls don't know a lot. Um, yeah. We know some of those guys, but anyways. Um, that's <laughs> so you're another. studying books. You're studying books. Yeah. You're surrounding yourself with people yeah. who really challenge you that yes. you're learning from. Those, yeah, those are all truths for sure. Yep. Uh, you have some great stories, and you but you add a lot to them as well. Um, that's good. That's good stuff. That we could have done the whole podcast just on learning. I like that. We're gonna. We got. See, I got all my other seven episodes all figured out already. Go, here, so. All right, we're gonna wrap up with some stuff. I, I just. Okay. I'm always interested to hear from the people I'm learning from, um, and just kind of what comes top to mind. So right now, the advice that you ask for the most, and the advice you give the most, what would those be? The advice I, the advice I ask the most, and the advice that I give the most. I'll start with the advice I I give the most. The advice I give the most is um, go talk to your mom. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> or your wife. Your wife is right. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was the advice. I, you know, that's one of them. It's always back points back yeah. to her. But the advice I give is, um, you know, very, very, very similar. Um, you know, it's a couple things. It's like what got you here usually isn't the thing that's going to get you there. And mm-hmm. so you may need to make some shifts and changes to get you to where you want to go. Because I'm always thinking, what's your next best step? It's always mm-hmm. like anybody, time, you know, it's like, hey, what's the next best step? Like, what's the next thing you actually need to do? And a lot of times people don't know. So I'll just ask, hey, you know, what's, you know, whatever got you here isn't the thing that, so you may need to innovate and think, think differently. Um, what was the first one? What's the ask, the advice that you ask for the most? So that's what you give. What are you, what are you asking about the most these days? Yeah, it, it's probably how do I figure myself out more? Uh-huh. You know, how do, I, how do I continue to be my true, my true self? Carl, Carl Jung, uh, Jung Jung is this philosopher and um, psychologist, and it's, uh, it's, a, it's like this Jungarian or whatever therapy that he – um, and he has a very similar bioenergetics therapy that's very similar to like Enneagram. And he talks about like this 90%, we have this 90% shadow of us. It's like whenever someone cuts you off, you get upset. 
But there's a reason why you got upset. Maybe it's because of justice. Maybe because someone, you know what I mean? And he says that 90% of our, and he calls it the shadow. It's the shadow self. And that's actually the part of us that's unloved. And uh, he says 90% of our shadow, that, that, that thing we don't love sometimes, but if we can figure out to love it and learn it and become aware of it, um, it's actually 90% of its true gold. So actually becoming more aware of my true self, because a lot of this is the performer Alejandro. Yeah. What about that Alejandro that, that when no one else is looking, that's, that's who you are. And mm. sometimes there's a lot of guilt and shame as a result of thinking about that part of myself when that mm. actually is our tr- a lot of times our true true self Hmm. um it's a shadow it's very fascinating stuff but uh, so i'm I'm really really passionate right now i'm really really uh wanting to identify like who am i like i'm really figuring that stuff out and and i'm asking a lot of those that's great doing the work man i can tell too it's cool that's why i keep keep you on speed dial so (laughs) um if you could cut through all the noise we've talked a lot about how much noise there is out there but you could just get one message out to people as simple as you would want it to be. What would you want everyone to hear? Yeah, it'd be, you know, you have God given greatness inside of you and I'll prove it. You know, uh, as our old proverb says, a man's gift makes room for him and brings him before the great. There's three parts in there. A man's gift. You have a gift, you have talent, you have expertise. Um, If you nurture it, it makes room for you. There's a lot of noise out there. However, your gift will make room for you. You will stand out as a result of tapping out, tapping into and nurturing your gift. Mm -hmm. Most people, 99% of people do not tap into this. This is why they'll never, ever stand out. And the third thing is, is it brings him before the great. This is influence. So your ability to influence, start a movement, impact the masses is a direct result of you tapping into the giftings and grace and, and, and expertise inside of you. Mm-hmm. And the reason most people don't have influence is because they're not doing the thing that they're called and supposed to be doing in life and nurturing mm-hmm. it. So that's the biggest thing. And, 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 and one step further, I actually believe you can get paid to do that thing that you're gifted and talented at. And no that's doubt. kind of my, my mission in life, man. It is your mission. No, you are lined up there, my friend. <laughs> Last question. What is help and hustle mean to you? And what's the key for you finding balance or what does balance look like to you between those two? Yeah. So for me, you can't hustle long-term if you don't get help. Mm. You, you actually, your hustle will be short lived <laughs> if you don't, if you don't one, get help for yourself. And if you're not helping others, so there's two ends of the spectrum. There's a tension you have to get help personally, internally, but you have to be someone ex- that outwardly helps other people. And to me, man, if you can do those things, you can, you can hustle for a long time and not feel guilty of, of the hustle as well. I'm going to leave it right there. I love it. I appreciate you, man. Thanks for helping me with the help and hustle. This yeah, wouldn't man. happen without you, no doubt. So a lot of credit and gratitude to you. And thank you for, I know how busy you are. I know what that calendar looks like. So to make time for me for this, for us, I really appreciate it. This is 
I, I'm going to make my kids watch this right now. They'll be like, awesome, check it out. sit down, boys. Here we go. I love it, man. Where can we connect with you? If people want to follow you, connect, learn from you. Where's the best place to go? Yeah, man. Um, just search for me on, on LinkedIn. Search for me uh, uh, at Alejandro Reyes on Instagram. And that's kind of where uh, most of the content, um, if I ever post it, will be. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you get back to it. So I, uh, I appreciate you. Thanks for being on. And uh, I think we got more episodes to come sometime. So. Awesome, man. Thanks so much. All right, bud. See ya. Thanks, everybody.